0: Hey, everybody, it's Darren from the DK Project, like you didn't know. Want to talk to you today about our sponsor, our favorite again this year, Grady Restoration. Old DK did it again. I was out at my local watering hole, you know, meeting with the people, and I had someone come up to me who had heard the Grady Restoration spot and were just head over heels with the work that they had done. They just completed a project with Grady Restoration. They thought they might have some insurance damage, and I'm not gonna go into the details, but they uh, contacted Grady Restoration because they heard about it on the cast. And Grady headed over there, gave him an estimate, and took it from there. Called the insurance company, met the adjuster, did all the dirty work. Then they started the restoration. Start to finish, in and out, perfect job. These people nothing but great things to say it's always nice to hear from listeners when they uh you know are helping our sponsors out who have been helping us out so make sure you give grady restoration a call the next time you've got a project you don't want to handle or if you have questions that you may have some insurance damage give them a call 952-472-1570 or look them up on the web gradyrestoration.com
1: everyone i'm so excited to tell you about this podcast it's called the dk project but it's really the darren show the dk project is a radio show but without the radio so sit back buckle up and enjoy the rest.
0: let's go all right welcome back to the dk project we are hot and heavy in our new temporary digs which eh, they're working i'm not saying they're great but they're working so we've got a special guest with us today. You probably know who it is, but I'm going to let you in on it. Because those of you who aren't watching on the uh, on YouTube, uh, it's Naomi Grossman. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I am good. I am good. And you're uh, where are we finding you at today?
1: Uh, I'm in uh, my WeHo condo. Uh, that's
0: West Hollywood, WeHo. I like it. What? I, so, I, I, we were talking about this a little bit before we jumped on. You got some interesting stuff around you there. This is your uh, inspiration room, or what?
1: Yeah, you know, I feel like Pepper, you know, bought this place, so I, she might as well, <laughs> you know, get her own room. Yeah. Um, it's kind of you know, I feel like it's like my trophy room, or you know, if I were a hunter, I'd have my you know deer and elk. These are my deer and elk.
0: Okay. Okay. Well. Well put. <laughs> I like that. The trophy room it is. I, uh, right, now I now, I was going through your uh, your bio and, and the information that they sent me. Let's start at the beginning. Are you a California native? I am
1: not. Uh, I was born on uh, February 6th, a few days ago. Uh, Ooh, related, happy birthday. Coldest uh, day of the year in Denver, Colorado. Oh. Nice. A long time ago.
0: Oh now, now, now what uh so so you're in Colorado, you're doing your high school thing you went to uh pretty nice university there how uh, how did this all come about uh
1: yeah, so I did uh, yeah, I was quite involved actually with the you know children's theater and anything anything and everything there was in Denver, which wasn't a whole lot, uh but you know, regional commercials, father dialing mysteries, you know, I mean, did you know right away through. that that
0: was where you wanted to be? theater
1: oh yeah i always knew that's what i wanted was to be an actress oh,
0: that's cool.
1: um my parents were really great about exposing me to culture so you know we'd go to the theater and the ballet and all that and so i just i just always you know i'd look up there and say that's where i want to be really? um so uh uh i took a, a brief detour um when i um worked at, at work uh i basically Ditched high school to be an exchange student in Argentina. Um, well. My senior year. Uh, so it, which was interesting because was is really that? like the the one time of my life that I did something other than you know focus on acting right. and yet it's honestly like informed my acting um and my life for that matter in every way and it's it's probably the best thing i've ever did for my acting career um uh then from there i went on to chicago let's stay there was, for a uh, second in college.
0: let's oh, hold there sorry. so you were an exchange student in somebody else's house yeah. That's like how it works. Know you got to exchange. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with it, but like, but like it wasn't like a friend of your parents or anything. It was just, you went through the service and they, mm-hmm. your parents sent you over there and just, I eh, hope you have a good year. <laughs> like, is that how that works?
1: Yes, it is. It's funny. Um, it, a lot of people give me that reaction and my parents really were like, go, go, go. And I was an only child even, um, wow. you know, my folks uh, were in the Peace Corps in Colombia as um, newlyweds. And so I think they really valued, um, you know, travel and learning new languages and experiencing new cultures. And so, yeah, I mean, I was kind of over my high school and, um, and they just supported me in any, anything and everything. And I'm so grateful for that.
0: That had to be awesome. I, I was never given the opportunity, but I know my son... Who is uh, what is he? A junior, in, uh, junior in college. He's had a few really close friends who were exchanged, however you want to say, it, transplanted mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it. Okay, so then, so then, then you get back to America, and 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 then we go off to Chicago.
1: Yes, I was uh, home about a month, and then yeah, I I remember applying to college from Argentina, and. You know that's kind of a stressful time and especially a parent's life
0: For sure.
1: yeah. <laughs> um like you know i remember my mom saying like did you did you send in the application i'm like i think it got there you know i i don't know if the fax machine worked, but um it, evidently it did because um <laughs> it's the only place i applied and i got in oh, wow. uh so that's cool. um
0: that solves that uh, yeah, problem. I did
1: Northwestern for four years, uh, a sight unseen. I, I think probably had I experienced the cold of Chicago <laughs> prior to my time there, I might not have gone for it. But I'm glad I did uh, because the relationships I made there were honestly—they're mm, my best friends to this day.
0: Yeah, they're pretty normal there. We're—I'm in Minnesota, and we're, you know, dealing with this cold <laughs> problem too. And, and but the—you know—I don't know. It's such a different atmosphere than california or even on the east coast it's just eh, you know middle america dah, 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 dah. so so uh through uh, at northwestern you uh, you just went through theater or, or like how does this happen i
1: mean just- <laughs> yeah they have um, a, a, a really strong theater department it was always i remember you know listed in the mcneil air whatever it was the uh, you know
0: news- mcneil air you're really the, the dating top- yourself there
1: theater schools and you know at the time that's all I cared about I cared about like I wanted to be number one I wanted to be you know wherever was the best and it was it was the best theater school at the time and I don't I don't think it's changed much since um uh so I was I was a theater major and a a Spanish minor only because you know I'd had that experience in Argentina and I figure "Eh, that's an easy way to
0: (laughs) yeah right right Yeah, but you speak, uh, you speak something else, but you know, what do you, uh, you speak something else it says in here.
1: Yeah. I speak Portuguese. Portuguese. Um, I, (laughs) how does that happen? That's my funny story. There was a gorgeous, uh, um, guy who was a couple of years ahead of me in school who was a legit. Brazilian movie star back home in Brazil. And I, I knew this only because like I said, i spent the last year in South America. And I told, you know, all my colleagues, I was like, he's famous, like, (laughs) and, um, and gorgeous. And so I don't know, in my head, I thought, oh, maybe if I, you know, take Portuguese, he'll private tutor me, we'll fall wildly in love, have a million Brazilian babies. That was like my plan. I don't think I ever even outed myself as taking Portuguese to him. I don't, to this day, I don't even know if he knows who I am. But I, um, I know
0: Portuguese. <laughs> some <Something> good came <laughs> out of it. You know, you got something out of it. That's a good yes. thing. That's it. Well, that's an interesting, I have to say, I've interviewed some people and I've never heard that version of why I learned an, uh, a different language, but that's great. <laughs> do you, do like- you ever use it? You know, yeah,
1: Um, it's funny. I have like a huge following in Brazil. In fact, this paint that, which you can't tell how big it is, but it's about as big as me. It's like five feet. Uh, Is is, it really? uh, It was given to me in Sao Paulo by a a Brazilian artist. I remember like my Portuguese comes very, very uh, handy in those, you know, Q and A's. And when I, when I tweet in Portuguese, I'll never forget for you know those familiar with the show american horror story um you know the first half of uh the asylum season pepper was sort of this monosyllabic grunter character and then all of a sudden she gets abducted and is you know fixed by the aliens i'm not spoiling anything the show's like seven years old but um i remember when i came when i came back to earth i started tweeting you know, in all these the languages I know, and oh my god, if the internet in Brazil didn't just break, they were really? like, "What?" You know, she she wait, she not only does she speak, but she speaks our language. Anyway, so yes, I've gotten quite a bit of use out of it.
0: Uh, that that's interesting, and 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 that you, I, I find it to be such a pain in the ass to tweet anything, or or you know, I'm even like hiring someone to do my social media, but you're doing it in different languages. I mean, that's. <laughs> Way to take it for the team. That's outstanding, <laughs> Do you Speak other languages?
1: Uh, well, Spanish and English. I mean, only the ones I know.
0: How big? How, bi- <laughs> how big? How uh, big? I need some scale on this room. If that picture is five feet tall, something's wrong.
1: Um. Well, maybe
0: four feet. What is that like? What is that like when you're cruising the beach or wherever you were in Sao Paulo, and somebody comes up to you with that? That's just got to be so like. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like how touching.
1: It's so moving. It's, um, I mean, that's why I have this this because I feel like, you know, my art inspired others art. And that is, that's like the greatest thing I could give someone. I, uh, you know, I, I guess I always kind of thought of being an actor as being a a relatively self-serving thing. Like me, 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 I want to be, you know, I want to be under the spotlight, but no, I never thought about the fact that. I'm actually giving to people, like, especially when you think about it in this pandemic and I don't mean just me, I mean, entertainers, artists, Right. you know, where would the world be without Netflix right now? (laughs) You know what I mean? Without somewhere to escape to in this, you know,
0: pandemic.
1: Uh, So um, I, I, I've come around, I, I, I feel like I'm, you know,
0: doing the Lord's work. I mean, I, maybe that's a little excessive, but <laughs> yeah, no, no, that that's, that's very interesting because I, you know, I, I imagine that in certain circles, uh, you know, you're, you're noticed quite readily, uh, in public, but you know, when you're in a foreign country and, and you're going about your business and whatever, and to have someone come up to you, like, that's just gotta be really cool. I mean, you know, uh, someday when I grow up, but I, I, you know, I don't, I'm not going to hold my breath. Let's say that. Um, but I, I think that's that's really interesting to uh, get a backside on that type of you know that facet of the business because you don't ever hear that you know everybody always wants to be famous and wants people to know their work and da 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 but then you have the well I have no privacy situation which is a whole other you know side of it um, but we're getting off track so you were at Northwestern in theater where, mm-hmm. where what happens like okay so now I have my I have my theater degree. What do I do that? Good question. Uh,
1: in my case, my uh, college boyfriend, the RA, so scandalous. What is he? Um, the RA, you know, resident assistant. Anyway, oh, he was a the um, RA. <laughs> he was a, uh, a, a he graduated before me and moved out to Los Angeles uh, to also work in the film industry. Um, and he was a PA on Friends. Whoa! Which. Back in the day, I mean, that's like basically you've made it. You know what I mean? You're getting Jennifer Aniston's coffee, like stop the presses, you know, just, you know, just go get your star on the Walk of Fame already, you know? So I, um, I followed him out here, um, partially for love. Clearly I'm a hopeless romantic, but also because yeah, I was done with the Chicago winners and quite honestly, I always sort of had my eyes on a film and television career as much as i um you know studied theater um i uh, you know i'm from the west so yeah. um moving to new york felt
0: busy far away
1: <laughs> um so anyway i i moved to la and you know the, the relationship s- fizzled immediately as they always so here, do here's a question
0: <laughs> if 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 i'm a pa on the uh hearing echo uh if i'm on a pa on the uh friends show and they're getting like a million something an episode what does a pa make like i mean the behind the scenes has got to be just dreadful in comparison to to oh
1: uh, yeah
0: the the shiny faces no, on the tv no um
1: no he's i i don't know i'm sure there's a the there's a, a rate um <laughs>
0: what about what about but so- you're
1: mostly being paid in uh people excited over the fact that you get to you know yeah, right. you're on you're spending your days with the friends <laughs> so then
0: so then i mean that has to be a lot easier way to cultivate a career in the industry when you start there but then do you use that to bounce into something i mean obviously the relationship didn't work but how do, you, how do you like get your foot in the first door like how did you
1: oh oh, kick oh. It down? no i mean i only say i mean no. <laughs> that was a joke about like him being a pa that how that was going to oh. help me it wasn't oh. it got me to la because <laughs> at the time um i think this is true you really kind of needed to be here yeah. you know like i said i got as far as i could possibly get in denver And then I was, you know, the fact is I joined the Screen Actors Guild, you know, actors union. Mm -hmm. And then I was done because there was really very little union work to be had there. So um, I really needed to go to a a major market like Los Angeles. Right. uh, you know, nowadays it's different. The, uh, Atlanta has a booming, you know, Hollywood South, yes. scene. Um, New Orleans, for that matter, you know, anywhere with tax incentives. Um, New Mexico just built a whole big, you know, studio. So, you know, nowadays you don't have to move to L.A., but then you did. So oh. so the boyfriend only got me. He got me west. Right. Uh, right. I probably would have gotten here on my own. Um and probably the fact that the relationship fizzled meant I had to kind of find my way all by myself, which I did. Um, uh, although no, the career did not just happen right away at all. I, um, uh, (laughs) <laughs> I think I had this really uh, warped idea of, you know, what that theater degree, like you talked about, uh, was going to do for me. Because yeah. the fact is, you know, especially for Northwestern, there's a lot of people that didn't even get that theater degree that went on to, like, snatch up a sitcom right away. I mean, Zoe De uh didn't even graduate and she she moved right uh, she all of a sudden she's the new girl, you know. Um uh, Zach Braff was in my class and yeah and he wasn't even a theater major and he was suddenly like the star of scrubs. And so I was kind of looking around going, wait a minute, I but, but, yeah. but I graduated Cum Laude. <laughs> like I, I got that theater degree. And you know, but the fact is it doesn't matter, sadly, yeah. like it's not like a typical career, like, you know, doctor, lawyer, whatever, where you can say, bam, right. there's my paper, you know, give me my career already. Um, I, I mean, at the time I, I used to go to the newsstands and, you know, buy backstage west or you know any of the sort of actor trade papers and i would submit my headshots to all the you know whatever was yeah. casting for the week
0: <laughs> and
1: um that is really soul sucking um i i found i realized i was like gee i'm pursuing this act this acting career like full time and yet i'm not acting like i'm just going to the mail i'm going to the post office is what yeah. i'm doing like professionally, right, right. <laughs> but it's not paying me. So, um, that's when I really, I realized for myself that I, I was going to have to create my own opportunities because they weren't just being handed to me. So, um, I started writing, I started writing my own one woman shows. Um, I wrote two uh, well, actually I should say now I've, I've written three. I wrote it. A, I wrote a third, uh, during this pandemic.
0: Really? Um, so are you selling yeah. them or are y'all performing them?
1: Well, um, I, uh, the first one was called Girl in Argentine Landscape, uh, and I did it in, at a theater here in Hollywood. Um, uh, and then from there, for that matter, I, I toured it. Uh, I went to, off, off-Broadway in New York. Uh, I took it back to Chicago to a, a solo theater festival there um i actually took it to argentina uh it i, I mentioned that my argentine experience really kind of yeah. formed me and uh sure enough that show was all about my uh my time there and um so yeah I uh, a a dear friend uh, sharif atkins who was actually um one of those successful actors right out of Northwestern uh, who went to college with me. So do you think Um, you wronged yourself by actually getting the
0: degree? (laughs) What's that? You think you delayed yourself by actually getting the degree? (laughs) Yeah, You should have left early.
1: (laughs) No, no, because I met people like Sharif. So basically Sharif, um, no, Sharif finished with me, uh, but immediately out of college, well, maybe not immediately, but I mean, within a year or two, he was, you know, the new hot black doctor on er which again just like friends at the time was like the big 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 show yes um he came to came to the theater saw me and said oh naomi this is fabulous you need casting to see this people need to know who you are and i was like well easy for you mr (laughs) you know hot black doctor on er like (laughs) you know so uh he actually pulled out a checkbook which is what we have oh, you know used at the time sure. and wrote me a check for three thousand dollars which at the time was more money than i'd ever seen in my life and um he said you know i want you to shoot this i want you to you know hire a little skeleton crew and edit it and and get it out to casting and that's exactly what i did wow. um and so yes uh, not only did i you know um do as he said but i also laid down some subtitles and when i was in argentina i actually rented out a movie theater and i showed it on the big screen for you know my friends and 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 family if you will there uh who um you know who gave me that experience that's so cool it was cool so you know when you ask like where did it go it it went all over. Um, the second show I did was called carnival knowledge, love, lust and other human oddities. Also totally autobiographical, all about sort of my, you know, misadventures as a single lady in LA, um, kind of like a sex in the city, but like different coast, crappier shoes, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, uh, that show, um, you know, like the first one. Yeah, had like a sold out run, rave reviews here in LA. Then I I took it to Scotland, uh, to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, which is like a huge. It's one of the largest theater festivals in the world. That's the big one. Um, basically, the city of Edinburgh triples in size for that. The, that for the month of August um, and there's theater happening everywhere like from church basements to like hotel attics I mean oh it's, it's crazy um, so I did a month there from there I was actually transferred to the West End in London and um, and ultimately off off Broadway in New York and wow. I've actually traveled around to various colleges all over um, wow. the Midwest uh, East Coast
0: so you got out and made it over. happen. That's awesome. Do uh, you yeah, like doing I mean, that now that you're now that you can choose to do it or not to do it? Would you do it with the third one? Get out and tour with it?
1: Oh, absolutely. I um, well, nowadays, who knows when we're yeah. going to be able to gather in theaters again in that yeah. way. Um, you know, my dream for this third one, and I don't think it's totally unrealistic, is to, you know, Make it make it into one of those Netflix comedy specials. You know, you I, I feel like everyone else, everybody else in their mother has one. Why can't I? <laughs> and we're probably it's probably more likely to happen than you know rent out a theater and do it the old fashioned way. For so, sure. um, I, I I, I see idea. that ha- I want that to happen first and foremost, only because I I want to ideally I'd like. Uh, the most amount of eyes on it I can have. And obviously television is the way to do that. But sure. um, yes, my heart is in the, in the theater. And so of course, if, and when we're able to, you know, travel and Soon. gather in. I
0: think some of our theaters are open already.
1: Really? That's wonderful news.
0: I think so. I'm going to put that in the Googler right now. I think it is. I, um I haven't gone, but I think they are, but we're, we're in a whole different world than you guys are. Your my my daughter's out uh, in San Diego, uh, and uh, oof, yeah, she's not enjoying it.
1: Yeah, well,
0: our theaters are open.
1: <laughs> wow,
0: get it out there
1: <laughs> now. But wait a minute, your your um your uh, movie theaters, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. What about your live theaters?
0: Uh, uh, that's probably not true.
1: Only because you know, live theaters have to rehearse, and then they've got to,
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's see what they say. I, yeah, I don't know, I don't know that we're there yet.
1: I just see, I see live theater taking a little longer because you know, a movie theater, like a movie theater, can just open and show like the next day, yeah. Whereas a live theater kind of they got to prepare, you know, they got to learn their lines,
0: I think. I don't know. They um. I want to say I heard on the uh, radio this morning that they're hoping to have everything open here by May.
1: That's great news.
0: Yeah, which means by May of next year you'll be open.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: right. I um. I don't think our theaters are open no. Um. But let's That's hope they right. are. That- like
1: I said, I have a dream. I have a plan. Yeah, I'm going with it, and yeah. then. And- and if it, once we're able to do live theater, then uh, I'll do that too.
0: Well, and I think why
1: limit yourself,
0: right? right. For sure. Are you uh, so? So, what's your first TV movie role that you got? Uh, once you get done with this this one uh, one lady show.
1: Well. So you're going back in time. So I remember I got, you know, I did like, you know, like I said, Father Dowling was my first TV show. Okay. Uh, but I got that at like the age of 15, you oh, know. Oh, I gotcha. Before any of this. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I spent, and, you know, I did a couple of things. Well, so you had like a taste a,
0: of it young. Like, yeah. Nice. Yeah.
1: I did. Uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, uh, when I first got to LA, but, um, for the most part, no, I took my sweet time. (laughs) I, um, or rather, like I said, I just wasn't being, uh, cast in a, in a traditional way. And I have a theory for that. Um, you know, a lot of times these, um, they call them developmental actors that is actors just, you know, first starting out are relegated to these roles like, you know, nurse number two to the left, or, you know, just the waitress who comes in and offers Drew Carey, you know, want fries with that. (laughs) And the fact is these actors, there's nothing against them, but they kind of need to disappear a little. You know what I mean? They're just one up from extra. Yeah. And, uh, and I, don't disappear like you can't even get a word in edgewise with me you know what i mean like i and, and in fact i have worked as an extra and i was terrible at it like if you watch the the last um, scene of she's all that that movie with freddie prince jr yeah I'm sitting directly behind him in the graduation scene where he's, um, you know, naked with like a basketball in his uh, lap. Yeah. I'm, I'm behind him like mugging, like a mother, like, Really? You know, and there's no missing me. Like, the, again, the point of extras is to just fill and to sort of disappear. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, like, <laughs> spotlight, please. Yeah. So, you know, I'm. I, the fact is, I was just never going to get those roles. And now, in retrospect, I'm kind of like, eh. I don't want those roles. Right. I don't want to be the nurse number two to the left. Spackle doctor, you're or spackle, sca- scapple, Scalpel. scapple.
0: I no see wonder why I you never get got it. it. I thought I
1: was painting.
0: <laughs> you're a lousy um, nurse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, the fact is, I just, I, I wasn't getting them, and yet that they're not gonna, they're also not gonna entrust like a giant part in a, in a super green, brand new, fresh off the boat developmental actor. So it's, it was really kind of a chicken or the egg kind of thing where I was like, how's this going to work? Well, um, the answer is, uh, the American horror story when they were seeking this little character pepper who you see all over, Mm -hmm. um, You know, the fact is, it was a small part. It was kind of just a, uh, you know, I come in and I, you know, grunt here and there. I mean, I didn't have a whole ton of dialogue. uh, But it allowed me to really, like, act. Like, really act to the back row and give it my all, like I do. Um, I suppose if you don't have a lot of words,
0: then you really have to focus on the acting because you, that's all you do. Right.
1: Well, the fact is the character wears a lot of makeup. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like there's hours and hours of prosthetics on my face. You're not going to give a role like that to a Kathy Bates or a Lady Gaga because you're paying a lot of money for their face. And so the right. last thing you want to do is cover it up. Right. M- my face is not as expensive. And um, so, you know, yeah, they, you know, they like, so the fact is, they needed kind of an unknown for this role, um, but they also needed somebody like me who, who you know, had a little improv experience, um, a theater background. Uh, you know, was really gonna like, you know act her Mm -hmm. way through those prosthetics and and that's what i did and as it turns out i mean it was really this just perfect storm of a role it um it was small enough that i could get it but it was big enough for me to you know stand out
0: well and, and and how many years did you do that for
1: um, I did that two seasons, and then of course I appeared in another season, which was uh, not in that character, but um, you know, on the show. The show is um, an anthology series. It typically, but it's it, it almost works like a repertory company where it's the same actors every season, different story. Okay. Um. So I, I although I'm the first first character to appear in more than one season, oh, so in all right. each. It's, you know, it's almost like, you know, reading an anthology of short stories, all of a sudden, come season four, or come the fourth episode, you re- or season, rather, you realize, oh, wait, this is connected to that other se- season, you know, so.
0: Well, and, and and how is it with all that makeup and all that? I mean, ah, uh, you know, what your few hours and getting it all done up, and then you got, it's hot, and it's like, ah, uh, that's got to be, int- I don't want to say miserable, but. Not great.
1: I suppose, but, you know, I just wanted to work. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess it's uh, it's I guess it's all about perspective. I yeah. mean, how many jobs do you get to where you, where they just say, you know, you put on a robe and you lay back and you close your eyes for a couple <laughs> hours? I mean. Not very many.
0: Listen, yeah, it's not a horrible thing. It, no. <laughs> uh, it's interesting. I see, uh, uh, you know, I was looking at your your IMDB, and you've got all mm. these beautiful pictures and, and a, a lot of different looks from Pepper to, you know, all done up. But then there's this one that's like you have like a plastic outfit on or wax or something. Ooh. What's going on there?
1: Oh, I know what you're lo- t- looking at. Um, it looks well, like wax. When you get when you become known as like the ugliest person on television, um, uh, the Hollywood stylists and, you know, photographers come at you at all angles and want desperately to photograph you. Um, especially when it becomes, um, uh, uh, clear that you are actually don't look like that, that you're actually could be pretty or or could be. (laughs) Okay. So, um, uh, so yeah, that was, um, really just a, a photographer and stylist who were, you know, having some fun with me. But it's nice. I I was never one of those actors that was, you know, ever tried to be pretty. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like the little wannabe popular girl from high school, like, of course wants to be pretty. I want the boys to like me. But at the same time, that was never the goal. Like the goal was to play characters and to take the audience on a journey um but it's it's kind of a it's nice the way it's worked out the fact yeah. that i i get all this you know credit now for being beautiful when that was never the goal you know
0: <laughs> well it's such yeah. a contrast from from you know pepper when you get all done up i mean you've got such a swing from you know all the other pictures and then those it's interesting it's very uh it's it's really I'm like
1: the reverse Charlize Theron you know she's known for being just such a knockout and then when they when she did monster people were like
0: oh oh my
1: god she's such a great actress me nobody knew me I was like I was like oh my god that thing is so ugly what is that and then all of a sudden I come out and they're like oh you know what (laughs) not bad so it's it's kind of nice like I said I've never had so much credit you know so many people, like the whole internet at once telling me how beautiful I am. Like that was never something I was going for. Mm-hmm. But when well, you play know, the ugliest person on TV, that's, that's well, what I it'll don't
0: it'll probably get you more notoriety, you know, noticed more because it is such a contrast from the normal and, and there's no one else doing it. You know, like, like you're the one, so it's kind of itchy, but you've got a whole bunch of other stuff on here. You got it. Did you get a, uh, you were nominated for uh, a daytime Emmy. Let's not gloss over that. That's a big yes, deal. Yes.
1: Primetime Emmy. Indeed. Primetime. Um, it was, uh, that was, uh, it was f- for a, a web series, uh, called control alt delete. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, was, uh, an abortion comedy, um, which <laughs> is, uh, it's honestly, it's just a workplace comedy like any other. It's li- like just the way Cheers is like set at a bar, yeah. and uh, you know, Scrubs was set in the hospital. Um, th- this is set in an abortion clinic, and um, you know, let's face it, hilarious things happen everywhere. And that's also, true. that's true. Some of the in my mind, my favorite comedies are actually dramedies, you know what I mean? When there's like for that matter, my own solo shows are mostly hilarious, but there's like this pathos underneath it all. And, you know, the things that make you laugh and then then cry are those that's that's gold as yeah. far as I'm concerned.
0: Well, did you you've got a few uh you've got a few in the bag here. Are you are you able to do anything now? Like are you working now with with the pandemic?
1: Not now. Um it's not to say uh you know, I don't take down the, you know, the pepper and, you know, self-tape myself. <laughs> uh, you know, we don't go to in-person auditions at yeah. all, of course. Um, so, you know, there's possibility for work. It's not, it, it doesn't, it, it's, it's much slower, much more yeah. quiet than it was, of course. Um, which is again, why I've I've learned from my you know past and I realized like well if you know opportunities aren't coming at you 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 know make them your own make them yourself so yeah. I've uh managed through this through it all to write an, another show um
0: a tv show so or you know your, your 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 third show is that what you're talking about or or a separate like, tv right. show yeah. okay wow so it's you know and I'm uh uh You know, uh, when I'm not doing the podcast, I do uh, commercial voiceover work and, and it's totally like exactly what you're saying. Like, if you don't go get it, you're not going to get it. It's, they aren't looking for me, you know, I gotta go find them. But I do think it's, it's a lot of 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 a relationship business, which, you know, you know, this person, they know that person, blah, 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 blah. But in the end, you gotta be able, you gotta be able to have the chops. You gotta be able to do it, you know? Um, and that's, that's a big thing. So, so, you know, it looks like, you know, you've got a few on your IMDB here that are in uh, post-production or, or in the works and then to, to take on your own, you know, it's going to end someday, you know, we're going to get back. Of course.
1: And honestly, I mean, this is, this was really hard for me, especially at first, just because I'm such a social person, but I'm also, I also live alone. I am also single. I'm also an only child with my family, hundred thousand my dad lives in south america like i i'm alone and it's so that's as a as a social creature this has been really tough but i agree i think in many ways this has forced us i mean i'm the same way i do voiceover and i had (laughs) i mean now now i've had the time to sit back and like you know, assess my equipment, buy upgrade that, build a booth, this, that, like things that I was never doing before. Right, so right. but you know, it's like what there's nothing else to do. Yeah. So I've really been been able to kind of assess and um
0: you know that's that's interesting that you say that because I've got, you know, three kids at home and a wife while well when they're home from college, otherwise I've done to one. But to be by yourself during this with quarantining alone. I mean, oh my gosh.
1: It's no joke. It's Ooh. no joke. I mean, I think, um, uh, I think there. It's, the grass is always greener. Like, yeah. I also like see my friends like homeschooling and like who cannot get away from their kids. And yeah. they're literally like, you know, no sending me messages from the, the bathroom. <laughs> like, ah, get me out of here.
0: Yeah, so, that's true. <laughs>
1: you know, in a way I'm like, well, I, it could be worse they probably see me and think this, the exact same thing. So, yeah, uh.
0: no, that's probably true. I, you know, when you think of it that way, there are a lot of struggling teachers in the households nowadays that, yeah. You know, luckily who, mine are who aren't enough.
1: teachers. <laughs> What's that? Who, who didn't start off as teachers no, who don't want right. to be teachers.
0: Yeah. I wonder what we're going to yeah. end up with here. Who could be ugly <laughs> on yeah. the re-entry program. Hey, you were in, uh, uh, I watched this show, uh, Good Girls. Yeah, it seems like it's it so much quick, fun. Right, it was like- really
1: fun. Um, it was interesting. The director was the same director I was in, um, who directed me in that show, Casual. I don't know if you're familiar mm. with that show. Um, it was a Hulu show. Anyway, it was just funny because. It the scene was exactly the same scene. I was like, "You just like me in this role." This like <laughs> I was a therapist, and the other I was a, a mediator for a, you know a divorce mediator. Sure, sure. It's like a, I'm yeah.
0: So you're getting somewhat.
1: <laughs> when he was like, "This feels really familiar," I'm like, "It is. We did this. It, we've done this before."
0: <laughs> That's weird. I um, you've got a lot on here. I'm just I'm just paging through it. I, I'm oh. So you've been busy. So you probably like a little break, huh? Not that anybody wants to take a break, but
1: it, I don't know if I've been busy so much as I've just I'm just old, like I said, and wow. uh, you know I've
0: had wow. a life. <laughs> I uh, uh, well, I think it, I think it's interesting that um, you've got quite a range, which is cool. What what's left, like like what are the things on the bucket list? What what do we, you mm. know, are there are there films you'd like to go after or or shows you'd like to go after?
1: Hmm. Yes. Let's see. Uh, I mean, I would love to be on like a long running female driven dramedy like uh, Orange is the New Black or something where, you know, play like a crazy eyes or one of those like a character <laughs> that's really big, but grounded, right? you know, real, but over the top at the same time, which we exist Mm -hmm. We're out there. Um, uh, Let's see. I would love I'd love to be in like a biopic featuring uh, um, Carol Burnett, Lily Tomlin, Gilda Radner, Tracy Ullman, like any one of my, you know, uh, comedian touchstones. Yeah, that would be really cool. Um, I mean, obviously, most immediately, I want to see this one woman show be the next big, you know, Netflix comedy special, and you know, travel the world with that. Yeah.
0: Um, How is the you know, uh, How is the process on take that? Take it to
1: Broadway. Um,
0: How's the, yeah, how's the I process? I've always
1: wanted my face on the side of a bus, but I'm also very careful. I don't. I'm always like nervous that maybe I'll get hit by a bus, and then my face will be on the side of a bus. So you have to be very specific. I've learned when you state your goal.
0: I'm so glad you clarified that for my listeners because that that could have gone either way. <laughs> so uh, and
1: it can. Like I yeah.
0: I um. Didn't mute my phone. How bad is that? I uh um now now how you've been in California a while. How are you handling the California world right now? Being from Chicago, you know you did a little time in Chicago, you did a little you grew up in Denver. How uh how is that adjustment right now? It seems to be crazier than it's ever been in California for strictness. I mean, everybody's leaving. You know, I, I follow I follow a lot of comedians. You know, Rogan and Kreischer and uh, Maniscalco, and 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 a lot of them are leaving because of the restraint. You know, and obviously the taxes. That's that's you know. But so, how are you? Uh, are you are you comfortable with all of it? Are you noticing the burn?
1: Um, it is a ridiculously expensive place to live, but I. I'm. I live here. Like I, I already bought my house, so yeah. I'm here. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> um, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, yes, that that part of the pandemic is a is a drag because where I live, it feels, at least in my little world, like the center of the universe. Like I can walk a block and I'm on the Sunset Strip. I can walk another block and I'm in one of the largest gay parades in the world. You know, like and these are things that I value. You know what I mean? It all it's all about what you care about. Like if you have kids, you know, you need a good school district. Like right. I need to have like a gay parade close to me at all times. Like that's something that I care about and um you're
0: probably in the right um, place then the fact
1: is gay parades ain't happening right now like nothing is happening so you're right like part of me is like why aren't i like in a bunker in montana i could literally be doing the exact same thing there for a fraction of the cost right um but i do believe that this will be over (laughs) we're not going to be like this forever and ever um it's 50 degrees today which is freezing here and it's sure not 50 degrees in montana nor no, is it where not. you are right now i'm just gonna um, so, look you know, what it is here uh, there's count your blessings um and
0: we're seven nice uh, reflection it's
1: it's seven degrees well, oh my god now i want to look at what the weather is here um because it probably <sighs> is over 50 we
0: did uh so
1: 57 <sighs>
0: Yeah. My, my son's in Arizona. He complains when it gets to 50. It's cold. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, it's cold.
0: Yeah. But I, I mean, can, I don't get can...
1: me wrong. Like when I drive around, I see, you know, LA it has changed. It's it's the, the housing situation is untenable. Probably. You know, the, there's, it's, it's, it's really bad. Yeah. And, um, And it it hurts my heart because, um, I, I, I caught when you said earlier, like all the weirdos out there, I honestly think I'm one of them. Like (laughs) I, I, when I lived in Colorado, I always felt like I, you know, it's a beautiful place. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I didn't, one of us was not like the other and that was me and I needed to go. I, I, I feel like, uh, LA, um, is a place where i can really let my freak flag fly and there's no judgment um you know i wore a tutu to my yoga class on saturday why not because it was my birthday and that's
0: what i wanted to do
1: who cares (laughs) and you know what i mean like who's who cares yeah and um honestly they cared in colorado i see i don't know if they care in chicago it was Way too cold for two dudes there. Uh but um they definitely don't care here. That's and that's cool, though. I mean, part of the attraction.
0: It's good it's good to hear that side of it because I've been hearing so much of the other side of it that it's it's interesting to hear that you know, if I want to do these things, I kind of have to be here on top of your job. You, you have to be there for your job. Uh, once, well, you're like I said, at, at
1: this point you could be in Atlanta, you could be in, you know, there are other places, Yeah, you could that's be, true. but meh, I chose this one and it's nice out and yeah. it is what it is. And like I said, at this point I'm sort of settled. So, so,
0: so we don't have a ton of time left with you. Cause you got a, you got a heart out here, but I'm, I'm, I got to get into the voiceover now that I know you're, you're, you, you've got your booth perfected. What, what's, what's your genre? What's your sweet spot? What do you, uh, what is your, what's your highlight?
1: Um, I definitely prefer uh, animation and, uh, and games and whatnot. Yeah. Um, like when I'm, when I get narration, like when I have to sound like, you know, Carrie Washington or something like just rattle off a ton of dialogue, yeah. I, I can do it. I mean, I'm literate. And I can read, but it's not where my strengths are. Yeah. Um, I'm best, uh, you know, doing voices and, uh, and characters. Um, I voiced, uh, actually, it was a fun, uh, strong Chicago accent. I voiced the um, Mafia series, the new the new oh. game, Mafia yeah. 3, I think the it was. definitive edition. Anyway, that was fun. That's fun when they're like, now throw yourself out of a moving car. Okay. Now move. Now throw yourself out of a car. That's going, um, 30 miles faster. Now, like,
0: <laughs> you know, I was just, uh, I, I we were talking before, I, I was just in Ireland for a voiceover thing and I spent some oh, cool. time with Debbie, uh, Dareberry, who, uh, who's Jimmy Neutron. And oh, cool. she put on this class and to see the character thing go, it's, it's amazing. i I'm, I would love to get into character someday but it's just not there now um it will be but it's it's you know if you if you can excel at it that's so fun like it's just fun every time you turn the mic on you know and it, and it's yeah it's a whole nother you know because i've interviewed a lot of <laughs> great uh, character actors and they're like you know it's okay to sound like daffy duck or to, to do whatever but you have to like you have to be able to like cough with that or you have to you know laugh with that and you have to like make that real and and to take that to that level is not easy to do you know people don't understand that you know you could do a second of somebody and and it's fine but to to maintain a, a character poof well and
1: i the one thing i have really learned in it all is that it's not enough to just have a cool voice like i don't actually have a specific as, as you know you don't listen to me and go like oh my god james l jones you're amazing!" Yeah. like i can just listen to you all day like right. no one wants to listen to me all day but i can i can work as a voiceover uh, talent because i am because i can act right. like it's not about having a cool voice as much as it is just having acting chops right and the fact is yeah i can you know look at copy and i can deliver it in character and you know not all characters are going to have a cool voice right. um you know
0: that's interesting because i that's the other side of it that people don't understand is that the acting part is really hard really hard like it's <laughs> if you're not a natural it's interestingly
1: i find the acting part the easy part it's all the tech it's the you know all the i'm i'm super i'm a luddite i'm like just a dinosaur like I'm like a little lady in this young body um I I'm terrible like I thought computers were a phase and that I (laughs) I I was like I wasn't gonna listen in computer class because I was like I'm not gonna do this like I'm gonna do the art and English and music and uh, yeah well we see how that worked out
0: (laughs) well you know and and it's I'm doing the tech thing right now that's why I'm in this temporary studio I'm actually building a a bomb shelter of a, a studio in the back of the building here so it's 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 an interesting world let's say that I uh, I'm having fun with it I you know someday I'll be doing characters who knows so but we got to yeah. get you going I uh I can't thank you enough for all the time you've been great we're going to check in with you down the road once you get that third show going and uh
1: yes we'll, definitely you come on here promote
0: the heck out of it and uh and we'll make some magic happen so uh again, if people want to find you, you're on social media in different languages. You're everywhere.
1: <laughs> I am. I'm at Naomi W. Grossman, um, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And yeah, hopefully in Minnesota once your theaters open up.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to come here now. You want to go uh ooh.
1: No, I'm I'm staying south for the winter <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll come up once it's uh, That's once awesome. it's safe and uh, and warm.
0: All right. Well, Naomi Grossman, we wish you well and we thank you for coming on the podcast and we'll check in thank with you, you somewhere down the road. You take care and be safe.
1: Thank you so much. All, All right. Take, take care. care. That's, it. Bye now. That's, the
0: end.
1: That's a wrap. Read the stick. That's a wrap for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612-504-6500 or by email, thedkprojectpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.